0: What you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh.
1: We'll try not to like too much talk over each other, but again, we are girls and we are. We disagree. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, okay moving on, moving on. Maybe on. Like, <laughs> how well, how how make it, it A little. It's, it's like a cracked <laughs> okay, nice, out T-bird, like, some grease. Yeah, you see know, see she's got that black <laughs> hair. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Chick Chat here on the TheMesh.TV. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for sticking with us. And if you're new to the show, we encourage you to go back and check out some of our other episodes. We just sit here and chat and have a good time and, you know, uh, pretend like we're in the same room together. Although we're not, because Jeanette is on the East Coast and I'm on the West Coast. How are you doing, Jeanette?
0: Doing well. How are you?
1: I am good. Glad you could join me today. What's been going on? A
0: whole lot of nothing. Um, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Same old quarantine life.
1: Same old, same old 2020, right? Right. Yeah. I hear you. Same here. Hoping everybody's staying safe out there, doing what you're supposed to do. Washing your hands, wearing your mask, socially distancing, all that stuff. Um, Yeah, we're in the same boat. Same thing. Um, Kids are doing remote school and, you know, I'm locked in a closet downstairs most of the day just (laughs) trying to avoid it. But, um, yeah, how's your kid's school going? Going well. Still remote.
0: Yeah. Um, So, and all the challenges that presents, but going well.
1: Yeah, good. 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 Yeah. I mean, you know, you kind of just come to the point where you're like, you know, this is just what we got to do. Like it's, it's just the way it is. Right. I mean, I could, I could sit and bitch and moan for, for a long time about all this stuff, but what good is it doing me? Otherwise just do what I'm supposed to do and maybe we'll get through all this sooner. Right. Right. Excellent. Absolutely. Well, as I mentioned previously, um, off the air, I am illfully prepared for today's show. However, I do have a couple of tidbits to share. Um, as always, we always kind of check in because quarantine chick chat has been very TV and movie focused, right? You know, of what are we watching? Because honestly, that's what we have the ability to do is watch stuff. Unfortunately, you know, that affects coronavirus has affected the entertainment industry. So it's not like we're getting new stuff. We're really just watching a lot of trashy stuff, oh, which yeah. I'm totally fine with. I mean,
0: I mean, I watch that without quarantine. So, you know, it's yeah, I mean,
1: more of the same. It's just easier to blame it on quarantine. That's now. right. I right.
0: wouldn't watch this if
1: it weren't for the quarantine. Totally. I mean, that's that's what I tell my husband. Um, So I've been let's see. What have I been watching? I've been watching Below Deck yes. on Bravo, which is a Captain Sandy season. Um, which I'm a big Captain Lee fan. So Same. Yeah. Um, which I do hear that there's a new season coming out in November and it's Captain Lee. And okay. it's pretty much like all brand new people. Um good. Yeah, like maybe, um, maybe you've, uh, I'm not sure what season you've watched or if you've watched this one or not, but you know, Hannah got fired. Yes, so Hannah, Hannah, fired. <laughs> Hannah, 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 <laughs> Jeanette. Yes, so she was fired for having a CBD pen and volume on board. Mm-hmm. Um, maritime law says there can be nothing like that of the sort online on, on the boat, so. She was fired. She's happily walked off the boat. She is pregnant now, about to give birth uh, with her boyfriend, and seems to be doing just fine without life in yachting. So good for Hannah. But I don't know. Are you watching this season? I have been. Yeah. It's kind of boring. It's kind of boring. It's
0: kind of a revolving door of people. Um, Yeah. Just dumb. (laughs) Just weird. You know, you would think in the middle of the the ocean,
1: it would be hard to just say, hey, I need somebody new to come work here. Um, Yeah, and then they end up bringing in people that you don't like, right? So, I mean... Right.
0: Although they've done well this season with people I like. The chef, uh, you know, I think I would have meant rather had kept Kiko. Um,
1: Poor Kiko. I like Kiko. Kiko.
0: I'm a little, you know... I like the show. It's entertaining. I laugh at the absurdity of it all. Yes. Um, but I, have laughed I, I miss
1: my calling for a life in yachting, just <laughs> sailing the open seas during the I summer. hundred percent. I mean, they, they talk about it all the time about doing the stuff and, you know, yachting this and yachting that. And I'm like, I, I mean, I could probably do laundry for a couple summers to like sure. be the third stew and just, get the perks of it you know i mean i don't know some of these guests though that's the problem right the guests are ridiculous like i'm embarrassed for them when they go home do you think that they look at this episode and like i don't know like so johnny damon has been a recurring guest so yes,
0: he's a frequent guest
1: yes baseball player johnny damon has been on these boats and he gets his episodes each time and 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 him and his wife and his crowd like they're just i don't know they're not functioning adults i feel like I think
0: the first few seasons where nobody was really quite sure what this was. And we were like, is this a real job? And it's just a TV show. Um, I think now when we get the guest on there, it's like, they know they're on here for a show. They're as extreme and obnoxious as they can be, which poor people that are working there, you know, like if this is for real their job and that happens to be tell, I mean, I know that they get it now, like they're Bravo celebrities. Sure, You know, I get it. And I think that's the problem with Captain Sandy. I enjoyed her the first couple seasons she was on, but I feel like she's trying to be in the mix a little more. Um, Whereas, you know, when it started, it was started with Captain Lee and you would barely see him. You're like, oh yeah, there's a captain who's actually driving this whole ship and is all their bosses. Um, And so Captain Lee for the most part stays out of it just because he's not into the drama. He doesn't want to be a part of it. But, like, Sandy walks through the kitchen, she walks through the, or the galley, and she, she I mean, I get and it. She and
1: she goes ta- and she talks to the guest all the time, asking Yay. them things like, how was your food? Do you like and, it? <laughs> yeah. And as soon as they say something like, "Um, it, you know, it could have been a little warmer, then she, like, is like, oh, I'm going to have Ooh. to tell Tom because that's that's been a problem. I'm like, quit calling out your staff. like. Yes. Go fix it behind the scenes and then move on. But don't like, quit calling out your staff every time. You know, oh, did you guys like the table decorations? And, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like she's always in there with these people. I just yeah. don't get it. Go drive the boat.
0: Yeah. And between that and the couple that has yeah. come out of this and can't walk by each other without kissing, I'm just like,
1: oh, oh this <laughs> I, is,
0: um, I'm annoyed. Rob or whatever is it the yeah the and model and the
1: yeah. model wannabe yeah um yeah I, I, it happens every season right and that's another reason i like captain lee because he doesn't put up with that crap like he's just he's so like i don't even want to talk about it on right. everything you know and i love that so i'm excited for captain lee's season coming back in november on bravo we'll anxiously be awaiting that um Let's see. So I started this new show that I had not been watching since the last time we talked. And I'm just trying to remember. I don't think we talked about it. No, because I kind of binged through it. Um, I'm not done yet, but it's on Netflix. It's called Kingdom. Okay. Did you see anything for that yet? No, you know, I haven't been on Netflix a lot.
0: You know, the kids are here and just like,
1: yeah. yeah i hear you i it's kind of my late night thing like i don't know when netflix turned into to my like dirty little secret (laughs) but i kind of feel like it is right so netflix has a show that and i'm not quite sure because this show happened several years ago apparently and i think it aired on some off network oh and now they've put it on netflix right so there's only three seasons But it's called Kingdom. Now, if you recall, the last time we talked, whenever we had the dark episode where I talked about all the like, like depressing things I was watching, there was a show called Animal Kingdom. This is not that. Animal Kingdom had the guy from Felicity on it Mm -hmm. and Ellen Barkin or whatever her name is. Yes. But this one is Netflix Kingdom. It's about an MMA fighting gym. And the family, the, quote, dysfunctional family, which, you know, I love a show with a dysfunctional family. um, They run it. And then, like, the boys are all fighters. The dad is, like, a past fighter. One of the sons, who is a fighter, and he's sort of in training and stuff, is Nick Jonas. What? Yeah. I mean, I had zero clue that he was, like, ever involved in something like this. I have uh, no idea. Yeah. <laughs> like, how did I miss so, this? It's, it's, um, did you watch Friday Night Lights back in the day? Uh,
0: yeah.
1: Okay. That's, that's, so, yeah.
0: And last week when it was streaming on, when it was on TV for like a marathon.
1: Oh yeah. my gosh. I love that. I love it. I've watched it like three times all the way through, but Anyway, excuse me, there's a guy on Friday Night Lights and help me remember his name. He is the guy that um, he comes later in the seasons whenever they're having the school merge. And he lies about where he lives. He has a a mailbox.
0: Is it Michael B. Jordan?
1: No, this is the guy who he's like real sweet and dopey, but he... He lies about where he lives. Um, the redhead? No. this okay. it, He comes in later. Like, he's <laughs> like a... Um, he's technically on the, the rival team.
0: Okay.
1: And then they go... Tammy, when she becomes the principal, has to go over and tell him, like, Nope, you don't live in that spot, so I'm going to have to make you come over to our school. Um... Hang on. I'm just typing it in because I, I don't know why I can't remember his name um, because it'll he ends up hooking up with Becky or whatever her name is in the show. Luke Cafferty. Okay. Luke Cafferty is the guy that was in or his name is Matt Lauria in real life. He played Matt Cafferty on uh, Friday Night Lights and he played Ryan York on Parenthood back in the day. Okay but yeah, he is now playing Ryan Wheeler on a show a network that was called Audience. Have you ever heard of that? No. I don't know no. anyway, it went from Audience and now it's on Netflix, so he's in it. Nick Jonas is in it, and that's really all you need to know. The other okay. people you'll you'll just fall in love with. I don't know if you know them from other stuff or not, but you you're gonna need to probably watch it um. Well, it sounds like I need to. It's guys fighting. It's um, some drama. There's some secret storylines of, you know, secret lives and all this stuff. And so I'm not going to go into detail, but Kingdom is a must watch. It's only three seasons and they're really easy to watch. Like if you can handle fighting, um, then you should totally watch it. Okay. Yeah, I
0: mean, MMA is on every weekend in my house with my husband, so I... Really? Yeah. I I had no idea. Well, he just likes sports boxing, MMA. Of course.
1: If it's competitive, he'll watch it. Well, this has... And I'm not as versed on, like, who MMA fighters are in real life. You know, like, I've seen MMA fights and stuff. But in the MMA world, they obviously have their own celebrities right from what i understand they make appearances on this show as like oh the the guy training in the gym over here that we see for 10 seconds okay and then oh this guy came in trying to sell apparel to somebody like he's actually an mma fighter that's famous or something so if there is any connection to mma that people are comfortable with they would probably recognize some people in the show That make little cameos. Um, But yeah, I thoroughly enjoy it. So I encourage people to watch it. Yeah. Kingdom. Um, Moving on. Let's see. Oh. Oh, heavens. Okay. Dancing with the Stars. (laughs) Have you watched at all? I have. I
0: have watched... Bits and pieces of it. I have, however, taped it because there's several. I'm actually not, you know, not upset at the cast this year because sure. there's actually people that I know, except for with the exception of a few of them. Um, you know, like Nellie and the girl mm-hmm. from, from Disney, from Jesse and um, Bunk. Guy Jackson. Guy Jackson. My, my daughter informed me was 18, and I was like, no way. You can't tell yeah. the truth about that one. Um, she looks 12. Right. Um, and just all over the place. But my daughter wanted to watch Carol Baskin. Ugh. And we were just we were making little side bets and stuff about um, you know, how many tiger themed or cat themed dances with Carol Baskin did. And she was three for three.
1: <laughs> so every one. Like, every single one.
0: Every single one. So I told my daughter, like, okay, you can get this t shirt or whatever it is she wanted, her, but um I mean, it's crazy. And we, I tape it for the sheer fact that I can't sit there for two hours and watch it with commercials. I need to tape it and watch the people I want and skip through the com- commercials. Yeah. Because there's some people there. I have no idea how, who she is and why she's a star. Um, yeah. I'm like, we I don't ne- know.
1: We never watch it live. Um, Same reason as you, like, I can't do these commercials through this. Um. And now this season or uh, this up ep- these episodes, I can't watch Tyra Banks. That was my other thing. I have to fast forward through Tyra. I can't. I mean, do it. Jeanette, she's horrible.
0: She is a disaster compared to what we've had before. I don't understand you can't from appeal. Tom Bergeron to Tyra Banks. No, it just is not a good transition. It's not. It's not even it, funny anymore. It's just kind of like a dance competition.
1: And it's it's not entertaining that way. You know, I mean, she right. doesn't engage with them. It's not. I know that they're doing the social distancing. I know that they're doing that. Uh, it's, you know, they don't have the audience and all. So, yes, I get it. That's hard and difficult, right? But she's so annoying she when is. she talks. <laughs> and she tries to make everything so dramatic and theatrical and stuff like just quit wearing stupid outfits yeah and, disney
0: ears the other night was just
1: oh, like oh my gosh just wear something that doesn't draw all the attention to you
0: and she sits on the top of, like you see her throughout the dance
1: she's over there in the corner right it, behind the judges
0: like in a in a chair in this huge yeah. chair i'm like See, here's to me. I, again, I get the social distancing and not being able to have the full audience, but this is exactly almost why you need a Tom Bergeron. It's already kind of dead and dry in there, yeah. and, and it's no our interaction, new and now the like the life has just been taken out of the show. You don't yeah. see the band. Um, it's really just the three judges who are sitting very far apart, mm-hmm. and Tyra over there on her throne watching dances. It's like. It's, it's like she gets paid for the amount of airtime she has. And I, that's can't right. I can't deal.
1: I think there's been a, there's been a lot of talk online, obviously about how people are unhappy with her and how she's done. So I almost recognized a, a change from week one to week two. And, and I thought it was going to be a positive one. But now, like week three, it seemed like she just forgot everything that people were saying about her. She doubled down. Like, oh. <clears throat> I left not, you last week, but I'm back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's she's just, she's a little bit of a show hog. She's, a, a, you know, too over the top to to be hosting that show because that's not what that show's about. It's about the people that are on the dance floor and... You know, she just, the conversation's awkward. The people are awkward talking to her. Like, I feel like none of them are really connecting with her, which is never the feeling I got with Tom. Right. Always felt like they loved, like, talking with him and he was joking and forth and whatnot. Now, with that, I really like Derek. Um, As a judge, I'm fine with him being a judge to fill in for Lynn. Yes. Yes. Um, I think he's done a fine job and of course the other two are fine or whatever, but they don't engage with her either. You know, it's, right. it's just, it's really uncomfortable to watch. And we find ourselves like the girls watch it with me and we fast forward to the dances. Then we see the scores and we fast forward through the commercials. You know, we just don't listen to the talking anymore. And that's a shame because yeah. how am I going to learn more about Foxtrot's and Viennese Waltz? to prepare for life skills if I am not listening to the judges, but I don't want to because Tyra is going to chime in.
0: I never know when I'm going to need to have an Argentine, Argentine
1: tango dance off.
0: And I, I am ill-equipped to do it at this point
1: um, and, because Tyra and is just making it. so. And I'd like to me. know if they agree with me with their toes coming off the floor in an actual lift or not. Right. But, right. But, Was the list know, appropriate for the
0: dance? Was it allowed, allowed in this dance? That's you know, right. Carrie to call you out if it's not.
1: Um, she gets a point taken off every time with it. But yeah, I'm just
0: i i I want to give her a chance, but I, I feel like it's it's just the lack of a co host to engage when you when you don't have those skills. You know, I'm just like it's become the Tyra show. Yeah. And she's one of the reasons I stopped <clears throat> watching, other than it became utterly ridiculous, that I stopped watching Top Model because Same. at some point it evolved into the Tyra show. Yep. At first I felt like she was helpful and then it just became about her and how much airtime she began. It's it's all about her staying relevant. Because yep. honestly, before this and a couple of other hosting gigs she gigs she had, I just don't know where we were even talking about Tyra Banks. Agreed. So I'm just, I don't know what needs to be done. I understand they're not going to listen to me, but I will continue to tape and fast forward as long as she's the host or hostess. And yeah, it's almost like the judges have gotten some do not look Tyra in the eye or do not engage Tyra type of instructions, you know, Yeah. they just like, it's not like they used to engage with Tom. Tom would talk to them. He'd laugh with them. I don't know.
1: Yeah. It was, it was just overall, it was the wrong time to change up hosts overall. If there was for some reason, a, a a valid excuse of why you had to get rid of Tom and Aaron now during quarantine was not the time to do it. Right. That's the problem. I think the biggest problem. And then on top of that, then you put Tyra in there. So it's, it's, it's kind of a, I feel kind of crappy for the people in this season too, because I like you think it's a pretty good cast and I kind of feel like they're getting cheated, but yeah, it's been fun to watch though. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, it is what it is now. Speaking of Sky Jackson, as you said, she's a Disney star, right? Mm-hmm. So my kids, that's another reason they wanted to see it. They loved her and Bunked and Jesse and whatnot, these Disney shows. Um now because there is no co-host um to the Tyra Banks, they always cut away the shots of the couples in their own little personal sky boxes and show them clapping after a dance is done. And you need to tune in closely and watch because my household has started calling Sky Jackson salty sky because Ooh. she looks downright rotten every time that they put the camera on her after somebody else finishes a dance <laughs> i'll have to stop fast first
0: stop to like pay attention to those moments i haven't really you know
1: yeah so we watched actually this week's we watched it last night since it was recorded and um there were like three times that the camera cut to her to just show like her clapping for the people, and one time she's like on her phone texting something during the show, like, yes. <laughs> and another time she's like looking up almost, uh, it appeared that she almost was rolling her eyes, but she wasn't, she was just looking up. And then another time she's like, just looks bitter, she's salty. So, oh, Sky Jackson might be coming into some real world situations and life problems here where she's. You know, not the sweet, cute little innocent girl that plays on these shows. Instead, she's eighteen year old who's having a hard time keeping up with the sixty year old Anne Hatch or whatever. Yeah. So, it's um, it's it's fun that it's back, but I could I could do without Tyra. See, Both I could shows.
0: see I could see it where like <laughs> if you were to put me on the show and say, "Hey, you going to dance with the stars?" It sounds fun, and you're like. I can keep a beat. I'm a pretty good dancer, you know, and you Mm -hmm. get on the show and you're like, I look like crap. I'm horrible. (laughs) I can imagine you looking there like, man, why did I agree to this? I know. (laughs) I'm out here pulling people's hairs because I'm about to fall. Oh my gosh. tripping over myself.
1: Yeah. She, you know, I, I've thought about it so many times. I'm like, you know, I, I mean, I took dance classes when I was younger. Like clearly I'm going to have some talent. Right. And, Yeah. And then you get somebody out there that's like, uh, Johnny Weir who does professional training, you know, for ice skating every single day of his life. And he's like, oh my God, this is the hardest thing I've ever done. And I'm like, oh,
0: really? All of a sudden your cha-cha on TV doesn't look as good as it does in your bedroom. (laughs) It's like, whoa.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, it's still fun to watch those people thinking that they can do it. Right. Um, so, on top of that, of course, we spent last episode talking about Big Brother, mm-hmm. um, which, Big Brother, you know. Well,
0: full confession here, I have stopped watching. Jeanette. Well, and I'll tell you why. It's.
1: The it's same show every year.
0: And predictable. Yeah. And it's really getting to the point where Big Brother needs to change this up. Agreed. Um, You know, I, To me, every single season, there's alliances form day one. Now, to me, it's hard to understand how you form an alliance with someone you just laid eyes on and have not had any type of in-depth conversations with. What makes you want to align with these people? And I understand that in the all-star world, it's a little bit different because you've seen their gameplay and right. it's Big Brother world to us. I mean, it's likely that they've interacted off camera somewhere at some they point at
1: parties or something. Right?
0: Yeah, they've they've met previously. So I get their day one alliances. But here's what always gets me: the gameplay. If you're playing to win, is just not there. Essentially, what they're trying to do every season which is why I say I feel like I've seen this show before and I don't want to watch it is they get rid of the weakest links first to play with their friends and then not hurt friends feelings and then say, okay, well, you're my final two. So now I'm playing with you. You get rid of Keisha. Right. Is that her name? Keisha. Yeah. Just, okay. Early on, early on, yeah, yeah. no threat. Yeah. Um, I, 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 ca- I somewhat get the Janelle Kaiser. Kaser, someone get the Janelle Kaser because sure. they are strong players. They are brilliant. They've proven themselves in the game.
1: Well, and they've made it known that they
0: were a duo, and they like, made it known that they were. A they've duo. been that way every season, right? Right, fine. But now your pick, you picked off since then. Ian, I feel like was a casualty that wasn't mm-hmm. meant to go when he did. He simply went because of the structure of that week with the veto and. The, the safety challenges that were won. Right. He was one that was not intended to be gone when he did. So that's kind of an outlier, which I would have really, really liked to see Ian play because he is so smart and interesting. I don't feel there's an interesting person left in that house. Right. Um, they've picked off Bailey. They picked off Davon. You know, the next two that they're picking off are, are Kevin and David, and yeah, I don't I want to say there. it's because of the race, and I'm not. I'm not going there. I've just seen this show before. Yeah, there's no interest uh, to me. If I'm playing the game, I can beat David. I can beat Davon. Davon's won one challenge, and I don't know how long.
1: Yeah, and well, it's you a, want to it's keep Cody and Memphis and
0: all these people? It's just I, I, I refuse to watch this game of. Lies. I mean, it's yeah. real. That's really what it is. It's a bunch of people who are spoiled and want to play with each other and feel like they have each other in common. So this is really who I want to live with some- for the summer. And I know we're in a game. I'm going to have to vote you off at some point. But I really just want to hang out for the summer with my buddies. Mm-hmm. And I'm and I'm bored and I'm over it. Yeah, I almost wish to this point that see after this season, CBS takes a long hard look at Big Brother. And I want them to keep it. I'm not saying cancel it, but it needs to change. The structure needs to change. I would like to see America get a vote. So house guests. So the head of household gets two people on the block, but then America gets to vote on the third. Um, Right, right. America gets a vote and who gets to be taken out of the house. That to me is big brother. Um, I don't know. I just I've stopped watching because it's become so predictable that. I just am bored. I can't continue to watch Natalie or, or Nicole and Danny and Cody yeah. and Memphis. It's just boring to me. Enzo, you know, is going to be the next one to go after David and Kevin are gone. I can line up who's leaving. Yeah. Because people want to play with their buddies.
1: Hey guys, it's Mary Margaret with Chick Chat. Thanks to our sponsor for this episode Time Genies, Concierge and Aaron Service. We are so grateful to have them on board here on the mesh.tv. Go follow them on Facebook or Instagram and check out how they can help you with corporate and personal cleaning services, packing services, moving help. I mean, just walking your dog, going and picking up your laundry, getting the home organized, uh, whatever you might need. The Erin and Concierge service over there at Time Genies that Karen is running is top notch. And we thank you for being our sponsor. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. I agree. I totally agree. Um <clears throat> I've I've talked about it with several people. It's it's just, you know, to be an all-star season, it's not you know it's just not all-star it's Um, not no the only thing that that gets me anxious about watching the remaining of stuff of it is is when they all start to come at each other from within the own their own alliance that's the only thing that's going to give us any sort of like joy out of it is when they have to start chipping away at each other but you know it's um this week is a triple eviction, which I don't understand how that's going to work. Because it seems like even when they do double evictions, that's super crammed already. Yeah. But whatever, triple eviction is going to change up the house. But that certainly is shortening the season. And they're, it seems like they're trying to uh, create some drama in any way, because I'm sure CBS is hearing it's boring. The it's same boring. thing that we're thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I don't want you to be too upset, though, about missing Cody. Um, I know people think he's pretty to look at. And, you know, while he's probably going to be one of the the leaders in this house for a while. Just so you're aware, Cody has filmed four holiday movies. That are going to air this holiday season. What? And you you can enjoy all of them. Apparently, um, Cody's into acting now. (laughs) He has four movies that were filmed, obviously, before he went in the house and stuff. And he didn't tell any of his co-stars that he was going to be on Big Brother. And... So now they're all like cheering him on and saying like oh my gosh that's our co-star and blah 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 but he's got four movies coming out. One is called Joy and Hope. One is called Ivy and Mistletoe. One is called Magic and Mount Holly. And the other one is The Maltese Holiday. So riveting Oscar-worthy performances I am sure oh, from Cody of Big Brother. Um, So get ready for that.
0: Now, are these Hallmark movies, lifetime movies?
1: Oh, Jeanette. No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) He has not reached, he hasn't reached that level yet. (laughs) Are they on that Netflix, straight to Netflix, (laughs) applause channel? (laughs) I don't think that's even an option on that one. This is, uh, I read it somewhere. I think it's like Up TV, (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I've, I've I've seen that channel. <laughs> oh, they goodness. show. I think that's the channel they show like Seventh Heaven and stuff on. Is it? I think so.
1: Where do you see this channel? Where do on you find my it? Cable.
0: Like when I want to watch Seventh Heaven, if it's on, I'm like, oh, Seventh Heaven, um, and see Cherie J- Appleby join a gang. I um, I, I think it's on Up.
1: <laughs> okay. Well. Then you're going to be having easy access to to old, uh, Cody and his acting debut in all four holiday movies. Well, I will
0: have to search my DVR <laughs> and, and get, make up some, clean it up, and get some space on there for Cody. No, I'm not getting
1: code. I know. I'm telling you. I don't. I don't know. I guess that's what Big Brother um, stardom has afforded people now. But speaking of Cody's holiday. <laughs> holiday movie extravaganza. Um, it is getting time for Hallmark movies to come back out for the holiday season because as we all know, it's September, which means start watching Christmas movies. Um, Hallmark has announced it's, I believe 40, 40 some new Christmas movies that'll come out this year, starting in October. Um, as you can imagine, they've got some some riveting titles like Jingle Bell Bride and Christmas Tree Lane and A Chateau Christmas because they all sound super original and plot lines that we've never heard before. Really? Oh, and there's a Nashville Christmas Carol, which clearly has Kimberly Paisley in it. Oh, of course. Yeah. And probably a country singer, right? Winona Judd will be
0: there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And Kix Brooks. Oh, there will be definitely, there will definitely be singing. Yeah, that's right. Cause that's (laughs) a duet. I I feel a duet coming on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, um, so, so get ready for the holiday season. You know, there's um, some of the actors and actresses that will be making appearances in Hallmark this season we've got Holly Robinson Pete, um, Ashley Green of Twilight Fame, yeah, Jonathan Bennett, um, some people that I didn't know and are hoping to be famous on Hallmark, um. Of course, Candace Cameron Bure uh, will always be your host on something. So we've got the standard crowd coming in. If we can just find, what's that Lacey Cherbert? I'm sure she's in there somewhere. She's got to be.
0: She's got to be somewhere in there. She always yeah. is.
1: So, you know, tis the season. And I'm sure we can all find a little something to watch that we've been. <laughs> everybody's guilty pleasure coming back up. Oh, here's one. I'm sorry. Nikki Deloach. Now, this is interesting. It's called Cranberry Christmas. It's a spouse in need of sparks has. Oh, attends a Christmas festival. A what? They attend a Christmas festival.
0: Okay.
1: It's a separated couple. Um...
0: They're, they
1: find their way back together. <laughs> well, they they find marital bliss on a national television to help their town's Christmas festival and their own business. But what will the future hold for them when rekindled love is complicated by new opportunities? Mm. All right. It stars Nikki Deloach, who, when I was a teenager, a young teenager, like 11 or 12 or whatever, when I was watching the Mickey Mouse Club with Justin Timberlake and stuff. She was on it and I wanted to be just like her. Nikki DeLoach? Nikki DeLoach. Just looking her up. Yep, please do. Um she was she was a little teen idol for me. Okay. Yeah. I see Mickey trying to place
0: her on the Mickey Mouse Club show. Let's
1: see. I mean she's you know it was with the whole um jc and justin and all of that um that crowd or whatnot um yeah so she was on there okay. really um have not seen her since then but it appears that she is a hallmark star now so good for her way to go Oh, Nikki. it says she used to date jc chazette girl i hear you all right i hear you so they mark can't, your can't calendars for some so Hallmark goodness coming up soon, because tis the holiday season. Um, so I did want to real quickly kind of blaze through um this topic that's kind of been a hot topic around my house because of quarantine. But so my daughters are fans, especially my oldest daughter. They are fans of 80s and 90s stuff. They're kind of obsessed with what did you w- used to watch on TV, what were the movies you used to watch, clothes we used to wear, all that stuff, right? mm mm-hmm. um, So, we have been uh, watching a lot of 90s sitcoms, such as the original, like, Full House. Okay. And Step by Step has been on their radar recently. Oh, Yeah. You remember that one? I do. Yeah. So uh, we've been watching that and kind of binging through those, like right after dinner or something and um, they love them. So that's great. So then, you know, I was like, guys, there's some really great eighties and nineties movies that we need to watch. Like girly ones too. Like, you know, we can, we can do that. Just the three of us. Daddy travels some. So we'll let, while he's gone, we're going to watch like good girl eighties movies because you know my husband's a big fan of the goonies and so we've the girls have grown up watching the goonies and they love it but there's so many others um we have recently watched girls just want to have fun yeah parker fame the dance show one yeah we have watched ferris bueller's day off um let's see uh pretty in pink and i've i fear oh, they've seen they've seen like big you know tom hanks mm-hmm. they love adventures and babysitting the original one
0: right not the disney
1: one not the disney one of course they've seen like back to the future um and they they didn't like ghostbusters and I haven't let them watch Top Gun yet, but it's on my list because Top Gun, um, they can watch that prior to the new Top Gun coming out next year, right? Okay. Um. Let's see. Karate Kid, they've watched several times. They know Karate Kid. I also showed them um, Can't Buy Me Love.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, pre-McDreamy Days. Um, who knew,
0: right? And when, when he was I'm grass you. on that tractor, who Holy knew God. that he would, or on that that riding lawnmower, riding knew lawnmower, he would turn yeah. doctor treat me.
1: I know, and so yeah, that's that was that was um, awesome. But I do fear I made a huge parenting mistake.
0: What uh, do tell?
1: I I showed a movie that I I remembered as being very funny and innocent. Oh my gosh. <laughs> turns out it's not. And it it was one of these times I sat there watching it going, Oh my gosh, like what, what, why was I watching this? Or like, why were they talking about this? You know? Oh my gosh. It was every, every 30 seconds. I felt like I was, I was turning the volume down or something or speaking really loudly to distract my kids. Um, so we watched the breakfast club. Okay. Because I, Genuinely remembered it being kind of like high school drama, lighthearted, fun. Right. Funny. It's not. It's dark and very mature. Like, I don't remember any of that. When's the last time you've seen The Breakfast Club?
0: Oh, it's been years. Yeah. Um, But yeah, there's... there's there's child abuse there's drug use there's, yes. <laughs> there's depression
1: i mean it's yes it's not light no it's not and it's and <laughs> it was it was so hard <laughs> there's bullying i mean it's, oh it was all kinds of stuff in there it was and the language is horrible the topics are as you said like just bad um And then, uh, yeah, it's just, it's not, it was not a wise parenting decision on my part. Um, And I had to even explain that afterwards so much because, so the background of it is, is that, and you have a child too that watches Disney, I'm sure. So there's a TV show that was on Disney called, uh, Victorious. Yeah.
0: That was on Nickelodeon.
1: Okay. Nickelodeon. Mm Mm-hmm. So, Victorious, I think is on, like, Netflix or something, and my girls have watched it. And there's an episode where they do, like, a a breakfast club episode. Yeah. yeah. And so, they do the dance, and they show the girl shaking her hair and dandruff coming out. Instead, it sparkles on Nickelodeon, of course. But, like, they they show the dance. They show them saying silly things like in the detention room and stuff. And my girls had seen that episode and they were just dying to know. And they started doing the dance, like the dance that they do in the little montage on breakfast club. And it was, I, I, I thought it was very innocent. (laughs) And, and I was like, wait, I, I, I think my kids can watch Breakfast Club. It was a great 80s movie. Everybody talks about it. It's very memorable. And and heck Victorious is doing a whole episode on it. Well, and I so
0: a take on
1: it. <laughs> I know. And it was it was poor judgment. It was bad. It was Okay. It was not my finest moment, but my kids love the dance scene. So we focused on that like well, i just kept talking about the dance scene to yeah. distract them
0: and your kids are
1: i mean i'm glad your kids
0: are getting into it and wanting to watch those movies yeah i try to watch those movies with my kid and she's like why does it look so weird <laughs> <laughs> like all right you know we're done <laughs> like she's talking through the whole thing like i don't get it i'm like okay never mind yeah yeah like, mom i don't like these type of movies these are oldies i'm like what <laughs> first of all Not that all excuse me. (laughs) So yeah, I'm glad they're at least watching them with you. And you know, yeah, the goonies. I I try to get her to watch Goonies and I was like, Goonies is on TV like every other weekend. Like, yeah, Goonies. She's like, No, I don't get it. Why? (laughs) The only way I'll get her to watch it is if it's some TikTok challenge. Or heard about it from her
1: other friends. And they're like,
0: oh, yeah, Goonies is cool. She's like, mom, I really want to watch Goonies. I'm like, oh.
1: Uh-huh. So. Yeah, you totally got to get the other people to buy into it, right? Right. So. It's like that with clothes and stuff, too, and everything else. Um, yeah, so just to anyone listening that's wondering.
0: Well, you might like, want to hold right? up on Lucas. That sounds cool. <laughs> you might hold up on Lucas for a while, too.
1: Oh, it was just.
0: That one's a little dark.
1: Yeah, I'll hold on, Lucas. Um, What are some other ones? Am I missing some? I feel like there's, you know, I know there's like E.T. and Beetlejuice. Well, with Halloween coming up, they've
0: got to watch Teen Witch.
1: Um, I mean, it's the national anthem of chick Chat, right? It
0: goes right along with Hocus Pocus, but yes, definitely chick
1: Chat. You know what? You know what? My kids don't like Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know, like, I feel like it's like a, um, m- um, stay at home mom's favorite movie or something.
0: That I could see that. Yeah.
1: You know all, what I'm saying? My
0: like, friends love it. So yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like that's who I see talking about it and stuff for these like older women that enjoy the movie, which I enjoy the movie, but my kids are not, they just, they're kind of like, yeah, okay. Like whatever. I mean, it's, they watched it, but it's fine. So, yeah, but Hocus Pocus, I'd like to show them Beetlejuice. I'd like to show them, um, I've got to show them Teen Witch.
0: Yes. Teen Wolf. Have they done Teen Wolf yet?
1: No, but that's that's a a great idea. Because, yeah, okay, Teen Wolf, Teen Witch. I'm on it. All the teens. (laughs) Yes. movie
0: that starts with teen, they need to watch.
1: Maybe hold off on Lucas for a while.
0: I mean, it's not that bad, but it's a little dark. Um, it is a
1: little dark, um, but it's got Carrie Green in it, who they love from Goonies. Okay, yeah, yeah. And you know they've they've put all this together. Oh my god! Like my husband showed them Point Break the other day. Oh, I know. But turns out Point Break not nearly as bad as Breakfast Club. <laughs> I mean, there's some there's some crime, but you know it's not. please <laughs> who knew? Who would have that thought
0: about such angst?
1: I know. Um, yeah, it was <laughs> it was not. And I also need to wait on sixteen candles. Yeah, yeah. That I feel a that mature, one's. Just, I
0: think that one's that little, one's just raunchier, yeah, right? Like really mature. Definitely yeah. don't show them mischief. Um, <laughs> no. That's that's a let's wait till you're teenagers or out of my house type movie. Wait till you have your own kids. You have your own kids and make your own bad decisions. Um, yes, so, um, it's like
1: the Legend of Billie Jean, or wasn't it? Um, yeah. Oh, see, okay. So here's I here's how it is.
0: fun fact: what? my brother was an extra in it because it was filmed in our, our the one town over from us. Um, wait, what was Mischief? It was filmed your brother. In- my brother was an extra you can see him in one scene I think it's the scene after they do the chicken fighting in the car um, where the yeah. car goes in the ditch
1: yeah, he's in the, yeah, he's yeah one
0: of the people in the ditch looking at the car what? Um, because it was filmed in Nelsonville which is like one town over from where I grew up so yeah fame
1: am stardom this.
0: we are we're famous um, how
1: did we never know this on Chick Chat my well, brother was an I, extra in uh, Last of the Mohicans so that was a blockbuster <laughs> Mine was more of a TV movie. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm at the path I'm on right now is like, I'm going to be watching the Helen Hunt after school special where she goes (laughs) flying out the window from doing acid. What? (laughs) (laughs) Did you never see that one? I don't think so. I saw the
0: Degrassi episode where the guy jumped from from doing too much acid, but
1: Well, this is Helen Hunt in her teenage days. Oh it was literally on the after school special, like you know, the series they called the after school special. And she does too much acid and she thinks she's getting eaten up by ants. Oh. And so in order to make the ants stop, she crashes through the school window in the like science lab or whatever.
0: You know what? It's no wonder we turned out and like dark things because growing up, our after-school specials were not happy. No. we are always, you're going to die. They're going the to scare <laughs> the crap out of you once. That's get kidnapped, why. Or just, all these bad things are going to happen to you. But here, here's a lesson. Don't do drugs. Like, got it.
1: Yeah, you're going to feel it. like ants are crawling all over you. You're going to jump right. out the window.
0: Like, my kids come home and they watch, like, Spongebob. Uh, yeah. It's like... Here's your, yeah. after school, here's your snack, and the after-school special is about to come on, so <laughs> sit down but, here.
1: <laughs> I don't... I'm not even really sure we get why for it. <laughs> people thought that was smart, but yeah, I mean, Maybe and like, it was purposely put day. there. Well, you purposely had to watch it because it was after school. Like, I mean, it was... right. This was not a... um you know, those Sunday night Disney movies right. came on where you all sat down with your family. That's what we did.
0: Which, let me tell Sunday you.
1: Nights. Sunday nights, we watched Solid Gold, and then we watched a Disney movie. <laughs> That's
0: right. And I think we've talked about this before, but you <laughs> used to scare the crap out of me, too. They have a movie called Watcher in the Woods
1: that, oh, girl. to this day, creeps me out. I know you bring it up every time. Every that's time. like your serious moment. Listen y'all, I'm I am
0: traumatized <laughs> having no, And they showed this movie in my elementary school. We had popcorn. It was movie day. And everything, and I'm like, what did I just experience? <laughs>
1: And it didn't you say there was like a remake or something or i don't know i'm not watching to find out it doesn't matter <laughs> it doesn't
0: matter if there is that just means in this day and age is going to be creepier than it already was <laughs> and was it kyle richards in that <laughs> i think I, maybe it wasn't kyle i want to say kyle richards was in this movie she was in
1: halloween
0: listen i'm gonna look it up i want to say kyle richards it might be somebody else that looks like kyle but i want to say
1: kyle richards played the possessed little girl Oh gosh, oh gosh! Well, you've got Watcher in the Woods, and mine is Return to Oz.
0: Return to Oz. What is that?
1: So it's literally the sequel to uh, Wizard of Oz, and but it's it was made in like the late eighties, maybe or nineties, and it's the scariest thing I've ever seen. I'm and gonna it's have
0: to like, find that one.
1: Return there's to like a Oz. wicked queen. And she has a removable head. Oh. And then there's a hallway where she, like her her palace or whatever, has a hallway that Dorothy goes walking through. And all of her heads are in little glass boxes, like display cases. And she can walk down and pick whichever head she wants that day. And they all, like... As Dorothy's walking through, at one point, all their eyes open up and look at her because they were sleeping. I want to say I've seen this movie, Return to Oz. And her bad people, like her um, her little minions, the Queen's minions or whatever, are things called the wheelers. And it's these like jester looking clown type things that have wheels for hands like, and feet. So they ride around on their hands and feet, like on all fours, basically. And, and the wheels are real squeaky sounding. And so you can, you can hear like the wheels coming down the hallway as you're, as super quiet in the movie. And then all of a sudden these wheels start squeaking. It's the scariest thing I've ever heard. I still get like cold chills thinking about those wheels. It's the worst.
0: Okay. So I'm looking at pictures of it now and Faruka. Balk is in it, which no wonder she turned out to be weird, but
1: um, uh, yeah, she's super creepy.
0: So it does, I don't remember looking at this, but you, the way you describe it sounds very familiar to me. But I can't, in just looking at the pictures, it doesn't appear that I have seen that movie. But um, Kyle Richards is in Watcher in the Woods, along with Betty Davis, who plays the older lady, and she, yeah, um, but Kyle Richards is in this, so Kyle has. Terrorized my young life and in multiple ways, in multiple ways. And now I'm having to watch her on
1: as an adult, terrorize your <laughs> life,
0: terrorizing my life on Housewives. Yeah, I will never forgive Kyle for this. <laughs> so.
1: Well, I just found an article that actually says, Here's or it's not an article, it's a little video that says, Here's seven reasons that the return to Oz movie is never fit for children and the most disturbing children's film ever to exist.
0: I mean, the pictures look creepy. That's real bad. The, the it's real bad, and the costumes just look like not something that children would enjoy watching. And I see the picture with the hallway
1: of heads. That's yeah, terrifying. and she she carries like a chicken around. Nice, like the chicken's the her pet or whatever. Hang on, can you hear this? Hold on. Could you hear that? We could. Okay, so just, just listen real quick, just listen to this. Wait <laughs> way. The chicken talks. I can't, I can't even watch anymore. I had to stop it. (laughs) No, those are the wheelers that are like cackling at her and those squeaky wheels. She's carrying this creepy chicken that talks the whole time. It's like her Toto, but it's a chicken. And her, her scarecrow equivalent is Jack and he's a pumpkin head. Like she literally puts a pumpkin on top of a body and he comes to life. It's the scariest thing I've ever seen. I think someone
0: in charge of Disney movies at the time just did not like children was dark in a dark,
1: dark place in their
0: life. And they decided we're going to make these movies, but we're going to market them to small children and they will grow up terrified.
1: Um, Yeah. So my daughter,
0: she might see, Watcher in the woods one day. It will not be with me. No, (laughs) she, she can watch
1: it on her own. All she she wants her room.
0: In fact, don't even watch it in my house. It's, yeah.
1: it's I don't so want to hear it. I don't, I don't it. want to think about it.
0: Think about anything. <laughs> I mean, I just remember sitting there with my popcorn, like, "What?" I mean, <laughs> who picked yeah me?
1: i I can't even. I don't even know that I've seen Watcher in the Woods, and it's like one of these. I'm tempted to watch it because you've talked about it so much, but but I know I don't want to see it.
0: I It's about a little girl being possessed, pretty much. Or not even—I don't even think it's possessed. It is she, that doesn't happen till later. The it's more of a so this American family moves to Brit, to somewhere in the British countryside, in this huge house, and Betty Davis is there. Um, and I don't think she's their neighbor, but they live among all these woods, and so these weird things start happening to the little girl. Like she starts seeing things and hearing things, and she. Goes into the woods and strange things happen to her in the woods, and like Betty Davis always pops up out of out of nowhere, and
1: come is to she find like out old that, and stuff at that time, right? She
0: is, yeah. And to yeah. come to find out that her daughter long ago went missing and no one has seen her since the day she left, which is years and years ago. So I mean, they kind of try to end it on a happy note uh-huh. a little bit, but leading up to that, it's like. Uh, what is happening? So, she, yeah, this girl gets like haunted,
1: huh?
0: And there's one point at the part that always creeps me out is there's one point in the movie where um, she's sitting in this house, and you know how you blow on the window and you write things like yeah in the fog in your window, yeah. So she's doing that. Well, she has this little dog that she's named Narek. So she writes the dog's name on the, she blows into the, onto the window, writes the dog name, but she writes it backwards, almost like a mirror image. She writes the dog's name backwards. Um, The letters are backward and the name's name is backwards. Well, Betty Davis is outside and she looks up and sees this. And when she looks at it, it says Karen and Karen is the name of her daughter. Oh, right. So she it's like, <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> like what? what is happening? <laughs> yeah. But, you
1: then know, why and, do you keep going in the woods? <laughs> well, thinking of like, I don't know, looking, I don't know, just this image in my head reminds me, did you ever see the movie flowers in the attic? Yes. Uh, the original that's one
0: is creepy.
1: That's another one my kids have I never say, watched.
0: That's another one I saw at school because we read it.
1: So they showed it to us at school. What? I'm pretty sure. That movie's got like brothers and sisters kissing. I know what it has. So is the book. This was like in high school. Oh.
0: We read Flowers in the Attic. So like- in in high school, whenever we would read a book, if there was a movie adaptation of it, we would follow reading the book by watching the movie. Sure, yes, us too. So that was one of them. Ugh. I don't yeah, know which but... version they showed us, but I know the the one time I saw Flowers in the Attic, it was because I saw it in school.
1: <laughs> Your school is <was> so progressive.
0: <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I'm telling you it's run by people who don't like children
1: (laughs) well it appears that Watcher in the Woods had a remake in 2017 and Angelica Houston was the old lady
0: yeah I don't know I mean maybe today's kids can be terrorized I won't be watching it to compare Um,
1: Kyle Richards was creepy as a kid obviously that's why she got cast and everything like that she was typecast
0: she was in a
1: lot of those movies, wasn't she? She was in Halloween, and that, and then, uh, well, Little House on the Prairie did not count. <laughs> was it? Was it a terrifying episode? Maybe that's not creepy. Was I don't remember know. Remember Mary went blind, <laughs> I know. right? Which that is sad, but that it was. Sad. It was. Uh, it was definitely not. Um, as horrifying as floppers in the attic well and that's another show my daughter
0: won't watch with me she's like i don't get it she's like so this movie this was in the 80s i was like yes but it's a show about like the 1880s she's like "Um." yeah yeah (laughs) i was like you see that girl she could see but now she's blind she's like (laughs) (laughs) she's just looking at me like yeah i don't care (laughs) all right I was like, they're based on a book series. You can read the book. She's like, no.
1: No. <laughs> She's like, no, your childhood. Laura Ingalls Wilder is a real
0: person. I was like, right. I was like, this is a real person. Laura, she wrote the books about it. She grows up to write the books. You see it happening. She goes, <laughs> she goes, Your childhood was weird, mom.
1: I'm like It's television genius, is what it is. You know, I mean, it's an actual story of the person telling the story about writing the story. Ugh. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen that in a long time, but I do have now a few more things to add to my list for what I can watch with the kids. So thank you very much. And yeah, Halloween brings up some good ones every once in a while, you know, like ones you don't feel just like random night to watch Beetlejuice, but, um, should be good. So I'll have to report back next time, tell you how my kids feel about Maybe Teen Witch, Teen Wolf, and uh, go from there. I think they'll like Teen Wolf. That's one of my favorites. I do like Teen Wolf. Um, I even was okay with Teen Wolf, too, only because I was a big Jason Bateman fan.
0: Yeah, I didn't mind that one either.
1: Yeah, I love Jason Bateman. In fact, um, I listen to a podcast now that he started just during quarantine, basically, it's a new podcast called smartless and it's Jason Bateman. Will Arnett. No. Yeah. And Sean Hayes. Oh, those three guys apparently are like all really good buddies and they um, take turns bringing on a guest and one person brings on the guest and they don't tell the other two people who it is. Until that person zooms in, like on the on the call. And they just interview this person, talk for a little bit. They all have like stories about you know their Hollywood days or whatever. But anyway, I digress. I love Jason Bateman. I'll have to so, look that one up. That's yeah, cool. Smartless. Here's me promoting another podcast. <laughs> Ah, anyway, all right. Well, I've kept you long enough. It's time to move along now and get on with some real life stuff. And of course, go and set up my DVR to record Little House on the Prairie. Yes. Um. Have- so, um, I don't know what Halloween's going to hold, and hopefully, we will talk before then. Um, because who knows what's going to happen with it? In being that it's twenty twenty, but. Um, I hope you have a great start to your October and um, and that things continue well for you guys over there on the East Coast. Well, same for you on the West Coast. Thanks. So everyone listening, thanks for letting us jabber in your ear for a little bit about what makes us happy and what makes us scared, obviously. <laughs> um, we hope that you enjoy the show, want to listen some more and you know, always feel free to send us some topics or any ideas. Um, Cause we just like to talk about things we like to do. And right now that's kind of what we all need. So thanks again for listening to Chick Chat here on The Mesh. Don't forget to go check out all the other shows on the mesh.tv podcast network. There's a little something for everyone. If you want to follow us on Instagram, go check us out and you can find The Mesh online, Facebook and Instagram as well. We're happy to have you. everyone, remember, do what you're supposed to do. Wash your hands, wear a mask, and register to vote. We'll catch you on the flip side.
0: You've been listening to The Mesh